0: Hey fam, welcome to the Still Coloring Podcast with Tony Collier. I am your host, Tony Collier, and each series we lean into the stories of women and men that uncover their brokenness and practically show us all how they've rebuilt their lives with hope and grit. Come on, come on, let's lean in. Oh my goodness. I'm so absolutely excited because a lot of firsts are happening in this episode right now, family and friends. Number one, I am in Atlanta, Georgia. I usually record and film the podcast in Austin, Texas, but I'm in Atlanta because we decided that this season needed um, another like bonus episode. You guys have heard me talk about it before all up on my social medias, but I've been on this journey to protecting my daughter, honestly. Now I've got a one-year-old. He's not really into technology right now. He more so just wants to throw spoons everywhere. It's going great. Um, but my daughter, however, is like, sometimes, honestly, I don't, say, I don't use these words with her, but like addicted to technology, it feels like. And so I want to celebrate that she enjoys it, but I also want to be a parent that gets it right. And maybe that's like my little achiever heart. But even if I don't get it right, I want to make sure that I'm educated. And so I've been on this journey right now because as as a seven-year-old, I got um, exposed to pornography in my parents' house because our technology wasn't protected. They weren't educated around technology. And that led to so many things. Um, from trauma to abuse to losing my virginity at 13. It's just so many things that I had to go through. And I just want to do my best to be a parent that lives on the offense and not the defense. And so I've gotten a partner with Bark Technologies, but I was like, that's not enough. It's not enough to talk about them on Instagram. It's not enough to email all my parent friends and be like, you need to get this, get your life together. I said, no, I've got to have a podcast episode where we go deep on this topic so that when you feel like you're failing, when you feel like you don't know what to do, you can always come back to this episode and say, okay, let me re-educate myself because y'all know we need to hear things like 50 million times to even get it. And so I'm excited because I've got my friend who is a part of the Bark team who has done some incredible things in the technology space. To Tanya Jordan, how are you doing? Wow,
1: I am fabulous because I'm getting to talk with you and you are such... A light in the world. So this is like a great day for me personally.
0: I'm really, really (laughs) excited. I've cried a many tears, honestly, like walking through this process of protecting my daughter, making so many mistakes, honestly, like, oh, it keeps me up at night thinking about like, man, I let her have this when, you know, I wasn't around or I let her watch this. And then, you know, we were watching a movie one time and I didn't watch it before. And then something came up on the screen and I just, I'm like, oh, I'm like drowning in, the shame and the guilt of being a parent that's just been ignorant to so many things. But let me tell you this, no longer, okay, will your girl be ignorant to anything (laughs) that pertains to my kids and technology. And so I'm really excited about diving into this conversation because I do think parents are concerned. And, okay, y'all, you know we go deep on this podcast. I think you should be concerned if we're just gonna be 100% honest. And we're gonna start this episode off by talking about some of those really icky, Debbie Downer statistics that are surrounding our littles and our teenagers and even the young adults that we are trying to raise still. Okay. So Natanya, if you can first introduce yourself, tell everybody who you are. And then if you can just take us real deep and dive into some of those scary statistics, cause why not? You know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's get into it. Let's, let's, um, give a little bit of fear, but then let's also give some hope. That's right. And Why are we here? Because um, for a lot of reasons, but I'm Titania Jordan. I'm the chief parenting officer and CMO of Bark Technologies. We help protect close to 7 million children across the globe, primarily in the United States. I'm also a mom. I'm a mom of a 14-year-old high schooler. And so if you hear anything from me that sounds a little judgy or preachy, it's only because I've been there before and I have made every mistake in the book. Yeah all of them. Right. Um, and so I, I've, I want you to learn from my mistakes. Yeah. Please don't, please don't do what I did because you'll be ha- having the regret that I have. Mm. So, so, good. so yes.
0: So you want to get into the stats? I do want to get into the stats. I'm almost scared. I'm kind of, my pits are sweating a little bit in this moment. Little bit, little bit. I'm like, let yeah. me flap my wings. For those of you listening, I just really flapped <laughs> them real hard because I have a gray shirt on and maybe that just wasn't a good idea today. You know what I'm saying? So yes, let's dive into the stats.
1: Okay, so as I mentioned, close to 7 million children across the nation. Every year we do an annual report of the uh, encrypted anonymized data. And over 2022, we analyzed more than 4.5 billion data points across text, email, YouTube, over 30 social media platforms. And based on that data, here's what we found 36% of tweens, that's children 8 to 12, and 64% of teens were involved in a self-harm or suicidal situation which is heartbreaking suicide is the second leading cause of death in children in this country right now and every day at Bark we're sending between 85 and 100 severe self-harm or suicidal ideation alerts to parents and caregivers about their children so i mean i said this was going to be hard yeah but it's it's uh, it's almost unbelievable if we didn't have this data. Um, Sexual content, I know that's a a concern of all of ours. And the sexual content today online is way worse than the kind that we encountered as Mm. children and teens and tweens. 62% of tweens, 82% of teens encountered nudity or content of a sexual nature online. And Mm. sexting is a problem. Sexting is the new first base. Mm. We, We can talk about that later um close to 9% of tweens and 14% of teens encountered predatory behavior from someone online the the rate of sextortion uh uh targeting children online is on the rise so much so that the FBI has released multiple public warnings about this and we can talk more about that goodness disordered eating uh in fact i was going deep on this just today and seeing some very disturbing content that is publicly available on the biggest platforms, four point four percent of tweens, fifteen percent of teens, fifteen percent of teens engage with or encounter content about disordered eating. There's uh, so much misinformation about there, dangerous dieting practices, anorexia, bulimia, body dysmorphia. The list goes on and on. Yeah. Um, when it when it comes to anxiety, uh, bullying depression, violence, drugs, and alcohol. I mean, the rates at which children are experiencing these things are so off the charts. And in fact, I'll give you the link. You can give your listeners the link so they can go deep on each of these because we could cover multiple episodes just with the stats.
0: I know. What's been interesting is, first of all, it's just scary to hear those things, right? Like, and we're literally talking about 2022. Like, just a year worth yeah. of statistics and numbers, and the truth is, I say this all the time, and my listeners know this. You guys know, like hiding is the kryptonite to healing. Ignorance, this this place of I don't want to know, I don't want to hear those things. It is the very thing that keeps our children from healing from things that they've been exposed to, us having really great conversations with them, and protecting them in the future. And so, I wanted to start this episode not to be a Debbie Downer, but to maybe let parents know for the first time that we don't have to be ignorant to this, that this is real, that it's going on. And now that we are educated, we're going to dive into the thing that's at stake. Like I ask this question a lot on the podcast, like what's at stake if we don't get this right? And to Tanya, this is no different on this episode. What is at stake if we don't start paying attention to technology
1: with our kids? I'm so glad you asked. And just just like cliff note, asterisk, footer. (laughs) if you saw me like lose eye contact, yeah. it's because I was writing down. Literally, hiding keeps <laughs> us from healing. Like
0: all caps. Rise. Thank you. Tweet me <laughs> stars,
1: and we'll we'll go, back, we'll to go back to that. We'll
0: go back to it.
1: Anyway, what's at stake if we don't get this right? Yeah. Uh, an entire generation of children and potentially their grandchildren, your grandchildren, uh, struggling with. Mental and physical health issues. Mm. If they are still alive at all, uh, trauma. Um, it, 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 it's. I mean, that's it. it. It's. It's extreme mental and physical yeah. health issues. Um, you know, when we are teased on the playground once as kids in the eighties, that's not great. But if it's twenty twenty three and you are the target of a shaming campaign on TikTok that goes viral. Mm. That's going to impact you for decades to come. I mean, it's just different. It's on a larger scale. It's happening at a younger age and a much more frequent rate.
0: Yeah. Okay. I got to tell a personal story. Literally this morning, (laughs) I peeled my eyes open because that's what you do when you have two kids. You just peel your eyes open and hope that the day goes well. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I got an alert uh, from the Bark app that there was some content I needed to pay attention to on my daughter's iPad from last night. And I go on it. I'm like shaking. My heart's beating all fast. And I'm like, what is going on? And I screenshot it. And it said that there was a saved or recorded video on September 26, 2023 at 8:12 PM. Hello, somebody that included severe and sexual content. And you know, it's interesting because I didn't know how I was going to handle things when I first like got the Bark app. Like I'm not going to say I'm a helicopter parent, but maybe I'm like a recovering helicopter parent. OK, like I am a supreme parenting lecturer, professor, mom, call it name me, professor, mom, because I'm just I, I'm i so passionate about getting these things right that I know my daughter is like, mom, you've been talking for 40 minutes about this one thing. And so I got really nervous. I was like, if I find something like I'm going to start freaking out. So one, this is not the first notification that I've gotten. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I got a notification that there was bullying via text between my daughter and one of her friends. Now I'm crazy. I blocked the girl. I was like, bye, sis, you're dead to me. Okay. But then I said, baby girl, we need to calm down a little bit. And I sent a text to her mom, shared some screenshots that she had sent to my daughter. And we had a great conversation about it. And what's interesting is I've been able to share in this journey with other parents who have no idea What their kids are sending. It's been cool. I just, I literally feel like I'm a bark cop and I'm like on the loose. I'm like neighborhood watch right now. And so that was really great. And I think it prepared me for this morning because this morning, instead of bum rushing into my daughter's room, asking all these questions what did you download it? What happened? What's going on, et cetera, et cetera? And honestly, like shaming her, I just opened her iPad, went and looked at some of the content, realized that she has saved a video from text from one of her friends. And then I got to have a really great conversation with her about choosing great friends, about Mm. being the person that says to your friends, like, this is inappropriate. This is not something that my parents allow, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm proud of myself. Let me just say that. But I think that's what happens when you sign up for tools like this, you're able to process it before you talk with your kids and just Maybe like you're sitting next to your kid or you have the iPad and you don't have any type of filtering or notifications and you're just like triggered, honestly, because for someone like me who's been exposed a lot, if I just find something in my daughter's iPad in the moment, I'm probably not going to react well. But the fact that I was able to get a notification, calm my little self down a little bit, go to the iPad, open it up, scan everything, understand it, I was able to have a really calm conversation with my daughter. and. I mean, freaking kudos to Bark for that because I I need a little space, you know what I'm saying, before I engage with anybody when I am triggered. And it's been Mm -hmm. really, really beautiful. Um, Tanya, I wonder if you can tell us a little bit about like just how y'all even got here. Like, how did you guys create this? How are y'all, like, first of all, all the apps that y'all have access to, I'm still a little confused because there's some of them I never even heard of. How are y'all keeping up with the times? How are y'all getting this right?
1: Whew. Okay. Where, where to start? <laughs> Come on. Um, I'll start with the, the why behind Bark. Like yeah. why, why do we exist outside of the stats? Right. And the fact that we know that pe- parents and kids are struggling yeah. today. Um, our CEO, Brian Basin, he's a dad of two boys and he was actually working at Twitter, uh, at the time he decided to launch Bark. Wow. Um, his previous startup had been acquired by Twitter. Like that's awesome. Go him. Um, and his oldest son was given a device that could access the internet. And he was like, wait a minute, mm. I get tech. I work at a big tech company. Yep. I, I have an um, engineering background and this landscape of trying to keep my son safer online yep. is very cumbersome. Mm. And if this is not ideal for me, how much more problematic is it for the general parent out there? Yeah. So he took a big risk he left Twitter, started Bark. That was 2015. Fast forward to today. And to your question about how we have insights to, you know, what the popular thing is, whether it's emojis or apps or slang, it's because of our incredible algorithm. You know, this isn't um, 140 people working behind the curtain, looking at everything that your children are doing (laughs) online. Instagrams, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 thank you. Um, This is artificial intelligence. It's machine learning. It's algorithms that get smarter the more data they are fed. So all of these data points that fed our annual report, they're also feeding our algorithm to help us understand and keep up because there's no way we could do it uh, manually. Okay, Let's talk
0: about the emojis a little bit. I was scrolling through y'all's Instagram the other day because there's moments where something happens with technology in our house, and I even I just get even more fired up. And literally the other day, I was just scrolling through, like reposting things that y'all posted. I'm like, and y'all need to look at this, and you need to look at this. The emojis, the way that kids are coming up with their essentially their own alphabet for using emojis and what the hidden meanings are. I just Again, it makes my pit sweat. I'm probably going to be sweating forever when it comes to technology. (laughs) Here's, I think, the question that, like, parents are having. Like, how do we get on the offense and not the defense? Is it even possible? Or are we just trying to make sure that our kids are aware enough so that they're not falling prey or in a trap to the things that are going to like, inevitably going to
1: happen? There's two aspects of that. Yeah. There's the age old nuance of the younger generation just being a little bit more in the know and a little bit faster and better at all the things, yep. right? Yep. Like take, for example, my dad trying to navigate email oh, on gosh. his phone. It's, it's so slow. It's painfully slow. I cannot watch it, you know?
0: It's hard. And, and the text, yeah. the font is the size 99 plus. I'm like,
1: dad. Right. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, or, you know, when one of your parents' friends is like, I I wonder if such and such, and you're like, did you know you can Google that? (laughs) You can ask the Google. Figure it out. (laughs) Right. So there's that. So we will never, I don't think ever be able to keep up, um, with the younger generation in some ways. However, thanks to tech, we actually can keep up with the kids and their tech. Um, and it's way, way more important for you as their parent or caregiver or loved one to be their safe place Mm. and navigate it with them. For example, if you let your child access anything that you have not yet accessed first, Roblox, Minecraft, Snapchat, YouTube, whatever, no, nope, do not do that. You can learn right along with them, Mm. but you at least have your adult lens and wisdom to keep an eye out for hey, is there chat with anybody in the world who's also online right now? Mm. Hey, is there profanity? Is there direct messaging? Can you upload images and video here? Mm. Are there hyperlinks? Are there, you know what I mean? And you'd go down that rabbit hole, but you do it together. And then you let them know, we are in this together. This isn't a me versus you thing. This is a me keeping you safe online, just like I do when I make you wear a seatbelt in the car.
0: I love this mindset. I just... It's so good. And you know, what's interesting is before I stumbled upon Bark, which is such a crazy story in and of itself, but I just, I really, I I was careless. I just, I think, I mean, we're really honest on the podcast. It is what it is. Y'all know we're just making mistakes. We're just stumbling through life. And I just was careless. Like, I just was like, here's this thing. You figure it out. Here's this thing. Oh, yeah. Have fun. Here's access to this. I hope you and your friends enjoy, you know? Oh yeah. And it's, tech, tech can be a great babysitter for our kids, but not. But not. But literally it's like a creepy babysitter with like a mustache, a lone mustache. Just kidding. Whoever, if you're listening, you have a mustache, it's fine. Everything's good. Um, But it it isn't like the playground, you know? It isn't like I can see you, so everything's going to be fine. It's It's just intricate. And there's so many things, even like... Appropriate apps. That's another thing. Like, we just learned how to disable those like pop ups where there's like other apps inside of the apps that then they can download. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's just like this little web. And I've just been so grateful because I'm like, I just was ignorant and I was careless. And I'm just not going to do that anymore. And I Mm -hmm. think this is an interesting quote that I heard once is that we can never be the experts in our kids because it takes like 10,000 hours to be an expert. And you don't ever have. 10,000 hours to be an expert in like your kid's phase. But I do think we can learn alongside our kids. Like you're saying, I do think we can become as much of an expert as we possibly can if we put our best foot forward to being on the offense and not the defense. I just think that's so encouraging to so many people out there. And I just, I hope that there's a parent that's listening that's like, let me just go ahead and look up Bark right now because I'm out here failing. But I also want to speak to that parent right now. I want to speak to the parent that was where I was, literally ashamed, so embarrassed that I had let my, I mean, my daughter heard her first curse word, read her first curse word on an app, on Roblox, on freaking Roblox and the little messaging thing. I was so ashamed and I was so angry at myself. I wondered to Tanya, like, Do you have any encouraging words, any wisdom for parents that's like, they already messed up. I mean, they didn't already look, they'd been exposed to things. It is what it is. I've messed up. There's no turning back now. How do we move forward as parents?
1: I'm really glad you brought this up. We really have to give ourselves some grace. Mm. We are the first generation of parents. You and I, Tony, and everybody around our same age who are parenting in a world Mm where kids have this much access ever, ever, never. there never, ever once in the history of humans living on planet earth. Wow. Has this been a dynamic? So we're learning. We don't have all the answers. We can't, po- we don't have those 10,000 hours of expertise we yet. Don't have it. <laughs> we don't have it. By the way, I wrote that down too. Thank <laughs> you. Um, so many things I've written down mm. uh, because of you. Um, so give yourself some grace. Yeah. Take a deep breath remain calm. That's critical. So critical how uh, you shared that nuance, because if you do freak out and yep. yank and remove and, and smash, which I've wanted to do before, mm. um, they will guaranteed not come back to you with anything, right? Mm. Um, you need to be that place that they can come to with the hey, I saw this and it scared me or worried me or I was actually really intrigued by it. What does it mean? You know, oh. it's it's a balance of age-appropriate curiosity with this is just not healthy for you right now. Yeah. Um, so grace, safe place, open, honest, candid communication. We have got to be talking to our kids uh, at a much more frequent rate yeah. and much earlier than we might imagine about some of the toughest topics. Because even if they don't have tech in the home, Maybe you don't have a smart TV yeah. or an iPad or a smartphone that they play on, you know, while you're at the grocery store. Do they ride a school bus? Do they have playdates? Do they hang out with friends that have older siblings? Yeah. It's just a matter of time before they encounter problematic content or problematic people. Yeah. And it's only a matter of time because you are no longer their North Star. They start turning to Google and TikTok mm-hmm. to see what things mean and, and uh, to get advice from people that might be completely unvetted.
0: Hmm. Okay. This is, I have to tell a funny story too. I just want parents that are listening, parents, guardians, caregivers to know, like we're in this, like, this is not just like high level. Here's what's going on in the world. Here's something that you can use. Like, um, my daughter came to me maybe about, this had to be in the summer and she was in virtual school. So she has a laptop and I just did not calculate before I started using Bark to even do something with that laptop. It was like a school laptop. So I just didn't even think anything about it. And so yeah. Dylan's on the laptop, doodling, doing some extra credit during the summer, reading books, et cetera. And I come downstairs, I start cooking and she, she comes up and stands next to me. And she goes, mom, how could you? I said, oh my God. I was like, girl, what? what? She was like, you lied to me. I was like, Dylan, what are you talking about? She said, I Googled if the tooth fairy was real <gasps> i know and and google said that she is not and oh! oh i know and i just and we practice feelings in our house lots and this season is literally called big feelings little kids little kids big feelings and she stood there and i said i am so sorry i said how does that make you and even before i could like get out how does that make you feel she was like betrayed i feel oh. betrayed and i was like I just am deeply sorry. And I mean, she really drove it home. And while that's like a light, funny story, also in that moment, I was like, she has access to Google. <gasps> she could search exactly. anything on the internet, the whole wide world. There is no, There was nothing filtering her, nothing. She could have searched anything. Now, by the grace of the actual Lord, she didn't search if Santa was real. And honestly, I don't know if it's because she just was so shocked that the toothberry wasn't real or she just was so nervous to search it. She's like, uh-uh, we're not going to take this one away from me. You ain't taking this away from me, so I'm not even going to search it to find out. But it was a moment where I was like, oh, we need – that's when it started. I was like, we need to do something about this. She has access to Google. Anywho, I just want to share that with y'all real life. real life over here. Okay, let's talk a little yeah. bit about all the different things that Bark offers. So. We've done two things in our household, right? Like we've got Bar Technologies, the app, and we've like connected all of our devices and all the things, but we also got the phone. I just am honestly too scared to give it to her. I just, I mean, she knows that I have it. I've been testing it. I just, I'm like, I, and I'm just like gun shy right now. We're three months into it. And I'm like, let's just chill. Like, it's okay. Like we've got the iPad, it's all good. But tell us a little bit about the different products. I've gotten lots of questions and comments like, do I need to have the Bark phone to use Bark technologies? How does all this work put us on to Tanya?
1: Great. So <laughs> glad you asked. And before I get into it, I'll just say, like, there is no rush. Delay is the way. Delay you know, is the my, way. My, that's a, not my phrase. Chris McKenna of Protect Young Eyes. Amazing data for. Delay is the way. So it, you don't. I mean, exactly. Right. OK, so so there's that. OK, so there's the Bark The Bark app is like this thing that lives in the cloud, right? Like it's like this thing that you can't, you don't have to, you know, it's not a phone. It's just this thing, right? And it connects to your children's devices, accounts, text, email, social media, Mm. whether they have an iPhone or an Android phone or whatever, like it connects to their devices and accounts. It will analyze uh, the content and context. And then if there is a problem, it will send you an alert along with best recommended next steps for how to address. So that is the app. Then there is the screen time and filtering options. You know, a lot of kids don't yet have a device, but they just need their parents and they need help just limiting time and making sure they don't stumble across all the things. So we offer filtering and time limits. Then we have something that goes inside of your home. um, If you want help, with limiting time on, on gaming consoles or just making sure the in-home suite of things you yeah. can not actually see and touch are safer. That's good. And then finally, the Bark phone. And no, you don't have to have the Bark phone to be able to use the Bark app. Um, but what happened was about a year ago, we, for many, many years, have seen just how hard it was for parents to keep their kids safer on their smartphones. Yeah. And smartphones were arriving in kids' laps Not safe. And kids do not need smartphones uh, before they're ready, right? And that's please, please delay is the way. I've never heard a parent say, you know, I wish I would have given XYZ to my kids sooner. Never, not once. But when it is time for your child to have those capabilities, whether it's you need to be able to track their location, they need to text or email uh, or take photos or video. Or maybe they do need a uh, safe internet or, or safe access to social. That's where the Bark phone comes in. It is the safest smartphone for kids. Um, it's sleek. It doesn't look mm-hmm. juvenile. You know, they're, they're not going to get bullied because you know, they don't have this thing. And um, it's just, it's a great phone for kids. Yeah. Uh, it's a great phone for teens too. I really
0: love it. I There's something that you said that I just do not want us to breeze past. You said that the Bark app and even the filtering option is filtering not only content, but context. And that was something that was very, that's one of the little perks that I was like, huh? Because even just like the language around what my daughter's texting with her bestie for the restie, I mean, like signs of depression, signs of bullying, like even that is monitored and alerted. And I'm like, holy goodness, like that's so good. My daughter is, we call her our strong-willed blessing. She is very expressive. And there's just moments where she's like pouring her heart out to her best friends. But even the context around that, like how, I mean, it honestly looks sometimes like she's a little desperate to have friends and having conversations with her about interfacing in relationships with friends is, she's been amazing. She's like, call me girl, call me, please call me, call me, call me like 50 million times. And it's like bullying alert.
1: alert. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so it's been just super great. The other thing that I do want to highlight is that that phone is pretty, like, it's legit. Like, when I opened it up, I was like, oh, this is fancy. It's, like, (laughs) nice. The camera's nice. I said, baby, maybe I need to have me just an extra phone until I'm ready to give this to my daughter. It looks great. And you're right. Like, we've tried the Gab devices, and my daughter just hates it. She hates that dang watch. She's like, it's so ugly, mom. Everything's on speakerphone. I can't do this. I can't take any pictures. I can't, you know. And so... And we love it. And it's it's been so great for her for a season. And now she's in a space now where she's, you know, wants some fancy stuff. She wants to be like her friends. Everyone at school has an iPhone mom kind of thing. And we're, you know, we're slow dripping this thing. Delay is the way. I will never forget that. Kind of get it tattooed on my neck. Um, <laughs> And it's, I, I just love this idea that you can just be protected from all the things. Like this isn't just... A one stop shop for one singular thing, but you have options within Bark, and it's just—I don't know—I'm obsessed. I'm wearing the shirt. If you're listening and not watching this episode, just know that I—I'm like a cheerleader through and through. So I'm gonna wear the paraphernalia, like it's gonna happen. If I'm gonna, like, I want to match with my friends when we go out for like girls' night, like that's who I am, and so I am definitely wearing. Yes. wearing the Bart shirt, you know what I'm saying? And I may get this dog tattooed on me. Your logo may be on me because you have changed my life um, and my parenting. I'm just saying, okay? Like I'm one of the homies. Okay, anyways. um, Okay, here's the last thing that I will say. Um, I just want to speak to the parents and the guardians just for a second. I want to provide some encouragement. And then to Tanya, I'd love for you to just tell everybody where we can find Bark and how we can get connected and some first steps and everything will be in the show notes and all the things. But here's what I want to say. We have an incredible opportunity to get this right. Like it, it just, I'm like getting teary and emotional. We have an incredible opportunity to take the things that we didn't have access to and the ways that it hurt us in our last, mm. in these last generations and get it right for the next generations. And Even me, like it took me a little while to get everything connected to like, okay, be like, okay, I got this. Another thing I have to research it's another thing I have to learn about being a parent. This is so overwhelming. I had to like ease my way into doing all of this so that I wouldn't get overwhelmed. But let me tell you, now that I am on the other side and I am experiencing the freedom of having like a helper, it literally feels like a third parent who is watching over my child for me, alerting me when I need to be alerted. Like it's just, it honestly, it's eased some anxiety. It's helped me sleep at night. It's helped me Good. trust my daughter more because I know that she has devices and access to things that she can actually be trusted with now. That she's not just out there floating, making her own decisions and stumbling into things, but that she has freedom. She even feels like more ownership and independence because I can give that to her because I've put her in a safe position. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to encourage the parents out there. It is never too late to get parenting your child right. And this is a part of parenting. It is not a separate thing. It's not, oh, technology is over there. No, this is our responsibility as parents to, to get this right. This is a part of our parenting now. And so I want to encourage people to tell, you, tell everybody, how they can find Bark, how they can get signed up, all
1: the things. We'll include some links, but I'm sure they'd love to hear it. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah. please go to Bark.us, not .com. That will be some dog-related stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Go to Bark.us. That's the website where Bark Technologies across all the socials, and um, we'll help you get set up with the right setup for your family and and their age and stage. (sighs)
0: Tonya, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, and thanks to Chris, the CEO. Like, thank you to Leslie. Thank you to the team. Thank you to Sam because this is—it's revolutionary. I mean, it—it it just is, and I just am grateful as a parent. I'm grateful as a parent. I'm excited as a partner. You know what I'm saying? But that's that, and that's that. And I thank you so much for being with us today. And to all the parents out there, we love y'all. We believe in y'all. You're doing great. You're doing great. We're all doing the best we can. And we love y'all very, very much. So thanks so much for listening. Hey, fam. I just want to thank you so much listening to the Still Coloring Podcast. I also just wanna say that I do not do this alone. I have an incredible team that helps to make this podcast possible. It's produced by me and my lovely assistant, Amanda Reed. All of the episodes are edited by Robert Elkins. If you love the artwork and the graphics and all the marketing that we do, it's done by Natalie Maxi of Nueva Creative. Also, we have illustration show notes. Head to my website, tonyjcollier.com backslash podcast, and you can download illustrated show notes done by my girl, Emily Mills of Sketch Academy. All right, last thing. If you love listening to the podcast, you are really gonna enjoy watching it. So head on over to my YouTube channel and watch the full episodes done by my girl, Kendall Patterson of Lovely House Media. Let me remind you of something right now. Even when you're in the middle of the greatest pain of your life, Even when all hope seems lost, just know that God is in the business of healing and he is still and always will be your ultimate redeemer. Love you.